Hello and welcome to another episode of Injury Time, the ISL edition. Uh, we are in quarantine and self-isolation at this point in time, so doing it over Skype. And as always, with me, Sandeep Menon, to give details is Deban Sen. Hello, Deban. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good, good going on. Uh, working from home. So Yeah. Pretty so much. So Actually, good. you end up working a lot more from home, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There is, we have limitation in space also. Correct, correct, correct. So on our medium, we, we actually end up having to do a little bit more. So, yeah, that's no, all right. Sure. Uh, it gives you something to do when you're not sort of not working. Yeah, for me, it's more about the space and stuff like that. So correct, correct, I was yeah. working in office until two days ago. Oh, so, uh, just started. The working from home. We are taking rotas to go to work. skeletal stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, another uh, season is more or less over. The ISL season at least. We have uh, obviously found got the champion, a worthy champion in ATK, you feel? Uh, yes. I mean, uh, in terms of their fairy tale run, obviously Chennai were perhaps uh, somewhat sentimental favorites, I'd say, going into the final. But if you look at the overall season, you would say that ATK was a more consistent team. So, in that sense, you would call them deserved champions. Good team, no doubt. Lots of good contributions from across the field and consistent from pretty much the first round. So, that's what stood them in good stead, unlike some of the other teams. So, in the final itself, uh, did yeah. you think it was a fair reflection the results, uh, them winning comfortably over uh, Chennai and a fair reflection of the results? Actually, I sort of, I had some prior engagement, so I had to go out uh, when the final happened, but I was following it on the ESPN app and just reading the text commentary, I don't know, I mean, if, if you watched, you can probably give a better picture. It seemed like Chennai sort of tactically played into ATK's hands, didn't they? Because it seemed like they attacked a little bit more. In a sense, they kept themselves a little bit more open. And I think ATK welcomed that because they are a team which counter-attacks well. And yeah, I mean, on another day, this just could have been an opposite result or something. But they got things their way. And uh, particularly, I guess, uh, Arindam Bhattacharya came good on a day when it mattered a lot. Yeah, when I felt Chennai uh, were a little naive going out gung-ho. Although they yeah. did have a lot of the ball and stuff. Uh, ATK are... You know, defensively strong team. Yeah. Always, always going to counter-attack and find, you know, be smart about their game. Yes. Maybe they could have, I mean, if they could revisit, I'm sure what they would look at is probably playing it as two different halves. Maybe being a little bit more conservative to begin with and then putting on the sort of, uh, you know, attacking metal that they are known for or they were known for throughout the season in the second half. But yeah, I mean, fair game. They made it a, an entertaining final, which was difficult to do in front of no crowd. But yeah, I mean, both teams gave it a good shot. And in the end, it was probably like one of the better finals we've had in recent years. Yeah, it's like one of those ghost games when nobody's there. You could hear the passes and the players shouting and stuff, even through television. It's yeah, just yeah. an odd feeling. But yeah. uh, I feel the correct call was made. In terms mm, of our friend Anirudh, he was there. Anirudh Menon was covering it for ESPN and uh, yeah. more than anything else he was a, I think he was a little freaked out about the whole situation about uh, just the you know spreading pandemic and so just the threat perception of what could happen so thankfully everything went well and yeah he was quite glad to get back home the following day 
Yeah, absolutely. It must be quite airy. I mean, I'm afraid in the house only, so I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's so looking at the season as a whole. Uh, any yeah. moments that stand out for you? Because we're looking at like the whole season and season sending sort of a review sort of a thing. So, anything that stands out to you? I think uh, one of the better seasons because there was a lot more competition for places. Uh, I guess since the you know the merged leagues or since well ISL has been running concurrently with I League for two years it was very clear which were the two best teams uh, to an extent of course Chennai would have something different to say about 2017-18 they were good even then but yeah Goa and Bengaluru have come to sort of uh, dominate the ISL in recent seasons this year as well obviously Goa doing their bit uh, holding on to the top spot and effectively winning that historic uh, AFC. Uh, Champions League spot, but among the remaining teams, there was a lot more competition. I thought Odisha FC were a breath of fresh air in the way that they played. Jamshedpur promised a lot. They just sort of fell away probably when uh, Sergio Castell became injured. And yeah, Mumbai City also were quite competitive. So all in all, a lot more competitive than we've seen in a lot of ISL seasons. I think maybe the first and the second to an extent come to mind. Otherwise. The last few seasons have seen a lot more uh, lopsided games. This one seemed a little bit more close in terms of how all the teams stood. Yes, uh, so uh, now I want you to help me pick a team for the yes. season. Uh, yes. I, we've been obviously trying to get Anirudh on the call as well, but he's having some technical difficulties. So I think I'll mm. try and reach out to him uh, later and see what I can do with the edit. Mm. So, uh, so in so let's say let's start with the coach. Yeah. Who would you in your dream team? Who's the coach? I think just for the way that he kind of turned things around for Chennai, you would have to go with Owen Coyle. Uh, there were lots of good coaches. There were lots of people who made their team stick really well and go all the way till the end. I mean, Habas, uh, Sergio Lobera, in spite of his sacking late in the season, uh, Gambao had a good season as well. So many of them who could be candidates, but for me, it would have to be Owen Coyle. What about you? For me, it's uh, Abbas, mm-hmm. just because he did the job throughout the season. He too had injuries that he had to deal with significant players going out injured, uh, yeah. found the shape uh, properly and sort of a lot of people, all the signings, all the people that you want to perform, performed under him. So yeah. I think that's a great credit to the coach. So I'd go with Fair him. Enough. But I think uh, Coyle is a good call. Mm-hmm. He's already anyway has all the, you know, Hype around him, considering the turnaround that he managed to do. Yeah. So, uh, going with the goalkeeper, who's the goalkeeper mm-hmm. for you? I would say Gurpreet. Um, Arindam also had a very good season, but Gurpreet probably just shaded it a bit more because, to an extent, BFC had to rely a lot more on him than uh, ATK had to on Arindam. So, um, quite a few performances which stood out where he was quite top solid for them, I thought. Yeah, I think I'll also go with the same, Gurpreet. Again, Arindam was a close second. But uh, 11 clean sheets, which is a record. So, I uh, have to go with him. And he could have had more. A couple of mistakes he made only, you know, lost a couple of clean sheets. But the number of points that he earned for them, I think uh, he has to go with him. The best yeah. defense as well in the league. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, are you going with a 4-4-2, 4-3-3, which one? I don't know. I mean, I'm happy with whatever you go with. I guess because we had so many attackers, we should go with a 4-3-3. Sure. I mean, I was also thinking 4-3-3. So, your back four will be? 
Uh, well, the one for ESPN that uh, Anirudh and I picked that had uh, to, ori- to originally we had uh, Prabir Das at right back. Uh, yeah. We had Jerry at left back, and we had I think Agus Garcia and Juanan. I think we made a couple of changes later on. Uh, we brought in Sisam Kotal into the center back position in place of Agus, but I thought he was really good for ATP. So that's your back four. Yeah, I would stick with that first pick. Mine would be Yonan and Fall in the middle. Kotal mm-hmm. Fall, I think uh, the goals that he gives you. Yeah, it's a big bonus. Uh, yeah. Prabir Das, of course, at right back. I think he has been mm-hmm. the best player in the league. as mm. far as indians are concerned mm-hmm. uh, the left back i'm little you know confused can like maybe jessel carnero or nishu i think nishu has improved a lot this year i've made yeah. a lot of fun Nick of him yeah over the time but uh, credit where credit's due he has been uh, yeah but even jessel had a good season as well so left back wise uh, i mean you could even feel sumitrathi there he was quite uh, i i guess he was more of a sort of a sweeper but I mean, I, I'm sure he could play in that position as well. Yes, absolutely. Nishu for me, so I'm just putting him there. Uh, mm-hmm. Midfield three. <coughs> yeah, um, this is I guess slightly tougher. I think uh, uh, would Bumu fit into this one? I think he would. Yeah. You would have to play Bumu. Um, beside him, would you play? Uh, who would you play? Somebody else who really made the uh, midfield work really well, maybe Thapa, mm. and uh, who could be the third? Um, trying to think, maybe. What about a third? Why don't you suggest a third? So the two that you picked are in my team also, mm-hmm. Thapa and Bumu. Mm-hmm. Bumu number of goals and assists unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Tapa because he played a significant role in uh, changing the dynamics in Chen- Chennai. Mm-hmm. I went for Eric because he can he provide the sitting role, get goals, yeah. Uh, yeah. give assists as well. A yeah. big senior figure, someone a leader on the field, and obviously mm-hmm. I like him. So uh, mm-hmm. there is that as well. So yeah, I mean, of course, you would you would go for Eric, and it's yeah. not just because of your BFC bias. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really not because of BFC bias. No, 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 it's the Eric bias. Yes, absolutely. I guess the other yeah. BFC bias are getting fixed because of the Eric bias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, don't so now, worry. Going forward, front line, yeah. I don't have a single BFC player, so uh, okay. the bias ends right there. So, no, uh, what about your front three? No, three three for you. No, Chetri. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we got a little bit of uh, we got a little bit of blowback on social media for having picked Jerry from Odisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess ahead of Changte. Um, you would definitely have to have uh, Valkis, perhaps, and yeah. you would have to have Roy Krishna. And the third one could be an Indian, and third one would have to be somebody younger. So. Yeah, I would go with either one of Jerry uh, from Odisha or maybe Changte. Okay, I went with uh, Valskis, mm-hmm. Roy Krishna, and just because they will work so well, uh, David Williams. I know he missed significant chunks of the season. Yeah, but uh, for what he provided and you know the big moments, he stepped up the semi-finals. Mm-hmm. He was there with the goal and played well in the final as well. So uh, mm-hmm. started strong, went out, came back and finished strong. So I feel. 
deserves a slot there. So that's yeah, that's three that I got. Mm. I have gone for Ogbechi actually, Vasquez, mm. because in that team, for him to score as many goals as he did, yeah, I think yeah. is a great achievement. So, so interestingly, both Anirudh and I actually had Ogbechi in our. You know, as a center forward, but I think after the final, we sort of relented and we said, "No, let's uh, replace him with Valdez." Yeah. Just because, yeah, he just showed a lot of uh, you know that ability to goal post like nobody better. And imagine, I mean, the kind of competition, Koro behind him, so many, so many other names around as well. Yeah, we are. I mean, I guess we are not short on strikers. The whole idea was we could have fielded something like a one-four-five formation. A bit like oh. the Indian team of uh, SA <laughs> Rahim times or something. Two, three, five. I think they used to play. Yes, would have been fun at that time. But uh, yeah, but it is it is kind of jarring that the number of uh, Indians who are not in the team. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I tried to get a Indian striker in. Thought mm. for a while, but I just didn't feel like anyone. From any of the three that I picked. So this is another interesting debate. I mean, we have it in our desk as well. So when you pick a dream team, do you just pick the best eleven players? I think, I think you have to take into account what are the tournament rules. So you have to pick a team which is in accordance with what the tournament requires. I guess this is, I mean, no cheat code being given away, but this is why I also am really bad at FPL because I tend <laughs> to start thinking of a team which can actually play, like you know it. If it's a back four, it has to have at least a full back, you know, or two, because yeah, it is you know fantasy and it is something that you're doing as a as an exercise to find the best. But I guess the ultimate aim is to have that team play any other team from the league and to you know see how they come up against them. So I've always had this conflict in my mind in any sport, whether cricket, football, anything. So if you if you pick a dream eleven, you've got to try and you know. Feature in what would be the actual rules of the competition. That's that's my take on it. I so know that I mean, would be five yeah. foreigners. Yeah, you would have to limit it to five foreigners, which is what we went with actually. So, I mean, I, oh, I yeah. I'm endorsing what you're saying that uh, by and large, if you look at attackers, yeah, there wasn't any. I think probably the best Indian attacker was still Chetri, which is a very sad comment on how Indian football is progressing. If that is the case, yeah, I would have to drop Eric. Unfortunately, <laughs> because uh, probably go with uh, Edwin Sydney mm. in midfield, mm. just because I him and Tapa works well together. So, or you could that, uh, retain, you could you could retain Eric and bring in Chetri for one of the strikers. No, I, I mean uh, the only one player I was trying to replace would be Williams, probably mm. with uh, Chante. Mm. <laughs> No love for Chetri anywhere, sadly. <laughs> I mean, it's look. BFC didn't have a great season. He scored nine goals. A lot of it didn't come from open play as well. A lot of penalties. A few yeah, corners. I was just pulling so, your. It's yeah. It's yeah. been a pretty strange kind of season for BFC, and I think it kind of showed up on Chetri as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you could see in some of the games, you could see in the semi-final second leg as well that, I mean, he is getting on in years and. Um, Sometimes his contribution does dip a bit, and there's nothing much that he can do about it in the middle of a game. I mean, full props to him for still working as hard as he does. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are limitations to what a human being's body can put up. Yeah. 
so yeah so that would be the dream team now looking at the next season we don't know when it start when it will start it was i think penciled <laughs> in for august uh, yeah never know we never know now considering the situation in the world yeah uh, it looks like uh, joseph gambao has left delhi uh, sorry odisha yeah uh, elko is also on his way out and uh, vikuna from mohan bagan is on his way into blasters george yeah. costa has also left mumbai Mm. Roka is coming into Hyderabad next year we know. Mm. Uh, it looks like Lobera might be either at Jamshedpur or at Mumbai City one of the two clubs by the looks of it. Yeah. So plenty of managerial action going on. Mm. Uh, but the interesting one for me here is uh, obviously Vikuna coming in. What do yeah. you make of this move? Because I'm not a biggest fan of Elko but I thought he should have been given one more year. Yeah, and it was something that we used to discuss a lot uh, during the regular season of the podcast as well. So it just shows how impatient management is in the ISL, and I I don't think that's a surprise. I mean, I think we've always said it rather wishfully that hopefully he'll get more time to build on a team. Hopefully he'll be given another chance. But I think uh, it's just such a, and it's the, also the the difference that a close you know competition makes that there is no danger of a relegation. There is nothing. so the only immediate thing that every i'm sure every team management is thinking of is you know how do we improve on this next year and probably the quickest fix solution which comes to your mind is to replace the coach so it looks like he's just fallen you know on the wrong side of that hopefully i mean hopefully there's nothing more to it than purely that and yeah i mean um, but it's a positive move in a sense because vikuna has just won the i league with mohan bagan done a fabulous job seems like a good coach and uh, yeah the ifl could be a good playing ground for him and imagine when kerala blasters play atk md next year it will be an interesting derby to see which of uh, habas or which you know can get one up on each other uh, i think that's fair but mm-hmm. i feel bad for elko absolutely i i agree with that i mean he should have been given more time to do what he wanted to do with the club he didn't have a you know team had a lot of injuries and a lot of other issues so mm-hmm. maybe one more season but uh, it's just the way like you said trigger mm-hmm. happy owners happy isl so uh going into some transfer rumors uh, nishu is apparently on the radar of uh, kerala blasters i think mm-hmm. their uh, two right backs are on their way out mm-hmm. so that's interesting aizol's uh, mm-hmm. isek is moving to odisha from what the stories are going and i think it'll be a good place for him Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the interesting one uh, rohit danu jonte and uh, akash mishra are moving from arrows to odisha according to rumors mm-hmm. uh, good move for the kids you would think odisha considering how they have shown interest in helping youngsters yeah i mean uh, for me the primary concern for anybody coming out of the arrows is that will they get regular playing time uh, i don't think it matters too much at this stage which club they are going to of course certain clubs will always be better equipped to handle uh, youth a little better than the others but the most important point point will be that if they are uh, you know 9 months with one team then they've got to have at least a few matches in so that's the only prism through which i'll watch you know any of the youngsters coming into the club from the isl uh, not so much the team itself but more important that they get some time early on in the season and they make the most of it and become regular And just as promised, uh, here is Anirudh Menon. Finally managed to find him, and uh, techno- <laughs> the technology has betrayed you, my friend. Yeah, you know I'm like an ancient uh, human being. 
The lockdown has uh, taken me back to the cave. So, uh, we're doing the best eleven season 11s. Your team of the season. Superb. Super. Uh, now, Devayan and uh, me, I, we have already given our team of the season. So, I'm just patching this part because I wanted the whole three of us to come up with the team. Oh, nice. So, uh, so starting with the coach. Who's the coach for you? Owen Coyle. I don't think there should be much doubt on that. Okay. Uh, I went for Abbas. <laughs> oh, it's fair enough. You you went for the champion coach. Yes, absolutely. Uh, no. So yeah. why Coil? Yeah, because just just what he's done with the Chennai team is amazing. I mean, we saw Chennai play in Bangalore, didn't we? Under Gregory, when Gregory came and he was on the verge of quitting, and he it felt like his team was on the verge of quitting. Like like they didn't have like nothing was coming through. So to like parachute in, in the middle of the season. Without preseason, without his players in, take an existing squad to what levels of performance they showed. I think that is just amazing. So, one call for me. Uh, goalkeeper. Uh, Gurpreet Singh Sandhu. I think we have all unanimously gone for him. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, it was very pleasing to see uh, you know very error-free performances from Gurpreet this season. He had a couple of them, but. Uh, not the not the same levels that he used to he used to exhibit as in he used to be either really good or really bad, right? And that was always a problem with Gurpreet in, in the sense that when he was really good, he's unbeatable. But then he has those really bad days. So I think he's cut back on the really bad days, and that's encouraging. So good yeah, for me. Yeah, great. And eleven clean sheets. Of course, I mean that's indisputable, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so you're going for a four-four-three, four-four-four-two, four-two-three-one. Uh, four-two-three-one. Okay. Who's yeah. the back four? So my back four would be uh, Prabir Das. Right back. I know he played right wing back. I'm cheating a bit in keeping him right back. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Juanan, who yeah. I thought was excellent this season. Then? Uh, Pritham Kotal. So I, I guess it will be Prabir Das, Pritham Kotal, Juanan and Jerry. Pritham Kotal is interesting. Pritham Kotal. So the, the reason I went for Pritham Kotal is because I thought uh, both Pritham and uh, Prabir did an excellent job together. In the sense that in the ever-changing ATK defense, they were the constants. And ATK had the second-best defense in the league, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, and, and, it's, it, and obviously it's two different roles. They didn't play in back four, obviously. So it's kind of squeezing them in into, let's say, a square peg, but still. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Yonan has been unbelievable. He's, he is... Yonan has been superb. He is quite underrated, I feel. Absolutely, absolutely. He's marshaled that uh, Bangalore defense. Forget the defense. I think he's marshaled the entire Bangalore team to whatever position they got to in the league. Yes, all the, the best top speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. I remember him telling. I think. I think he told me. It doesn't matter. I speak. Go. Don't go. Stay. Tackle. Enough. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's quite a character. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely fun. Yeah. So, uh, four, two, three, one, right? So, who's the yeah, two? So, my two midfielders would be Ahmad Jahu, uh-huh. who, um, maybe it's a guilty pleasure, but I just love watching that man play. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just like, it's beautiful to watch. So, Jahu and Anirudh Tapa. Okay. Tapa, again, I thought was excellent in the, the Chennai and resurgence. Yes. Uh, and he always seems to score against Goa, which is an added bonus. Then your front four. So again, it could be a little, little tweaking. So I play uh, Changte on the right. 
I know he played left wing, but I won't. I won't chant in the team. I'm playing chant on the right. Ugo Bumo, who I thought was the best player this season. Yeah. Bar none. Him in the middle, and uh, again a tweak. Roy Krishna on the left. Hmm. With uh, Bartok Bechi up top. Oh, perfect. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, quite an interesting team there. <laughs> What was so? Yeah, so my 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 feeling is Bartok Bechi, especially that. For a team that played as badly as Kerala did, to get so many goals for that team, it shows how good he is, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean that's the same thing I told Devan. He's in my team as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before I let you go back mm-hmm. into your uh, technological void, <laughs> uh, you were there at the final. Yeah. How was the experience play uh, in a ghost final? It was eerie. It was so eerie. Uh, you could hear. You could hear players swearing. You could. You could hear the ATK VIP, uh, ATK and Chennai in VIP sections cheering. There was only noise in the stadium, and like in the moments of lull, like even when when normal fans don't cheer, you still you still you still don't feel it's empty, right? You you even the even if there's not no noise being made, you don't hear the ball being hit by the players. But here you could. It's just very very strange. Yeah, and what did you? What was the experience? Traveling, considering all the things that was going on, you were traveling. It was kind of. I was kind of pumped up initially, and then slowly that became little. You know, oh, I'm I'm scared. Should I be doing this? Hmm. But then again, as the as the match build up started, I got caught up in that, and then just just went with the flow. You know. So, uh, but you enjoyed the final, despite the fact that the game I thought was superb. Yeah, and I thought Chennai were unlucky. Uh, I mean, they they show the kind of finishing they were showing under John Gregory in the initial bits. I mean, they're creating multiple chances and they hammered ATK for like the vast majority of the match. But ATK was superb, you know, countering. Their finishing was clinical, so well deserved, I guess. The scoreline doesn't lie. So. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so anyway, thank you so much, uh, Anirudh, for your time and Debayan also. Thank you so much. The yeah. ending of our uh, ISL edition of the episode. We'll come back with the I League episode soon, and uh, for that, just stay tuned and enjoy the game.